life is rough. But starting your days with him, with G-O-D, the path will get just a little bit clearer. Welcome to Morning Devotional with Imani. Let's get started. Good morning, everybody. This is Morning Devotional with Imani, and today we've got a very special guest. Now, in the past, we did Friday Talks with Grand, and that worked out kind of because she used the app on her end. She was in Lafayette, and I use it on my end. But she's in town today. Uh, she's actually about to leave, but she's in town because of my little sister's graduation. Bethany graduated from high school in three years, might I add. Um, and so we had a great celebration with our family. It's been a while since we talked. The last thing we talked about was flip side to forgiveness. So now we're going to start a new series. And this one is called Charge to the 99. And it's in reference to... Uh, the 18th chapter of Matthew, and our song that's going to go with the whole series is Undeniable by Jonathan Trailer. So today, guys, we've got such a treat because my grand is here, and we're going to talk through this together. So grand, let's do this, girl. Hey, grand. Hey, Moni. How you doing, grand? I'm good. Praise the Lord. Yeah. Okay, Grin, we're going to start talking about Charge to the 99. Now, what you guys don't know is that I do do a significant amount of Bible study before I do the um, podcast because I feel like it's important in order for me to actually act as God's vessel and be used by him to say whatever that needs to be said. I need to be um, a good steward of the word as well. So I have to do my own Bible study before I even start talking because then it's like I'm talking for God and I really don't even know what I'm talking about. And that's very dangerous. That's what a lot of people actually do. Um, Those of us who claim that we are Christians and we walk in the word and then we personify the word throughout our lives, but it's not what the word actually says we take scriptures and other things out of context and that's like not that's not good right green well many times it's not so much that we don't look at the word but it's that we look at it and we take from it Mm -hmm. that which fits us right because even in in our study today it was so amazing listen it is wonderful to have young minds blessed minds uh spirit-filled minds that can see the word of god in a different light. Yeah. Because each generation kind of looks at things in a different light, but it all boils down to the unadulterated word of God. Mm-hmm. And that's where we all have to get. And we, as the seasoned, as some say, community, mm-hmm. have a lot to learn from you all in the younger one. And I praise God that you're spirit filled, that you do your work. Before you try to talk about something, you don't have enough knowledge to talk yeah. about. Because it was so enlightening this morning when we were talking, and we I have read that scripture about the 90 and 9 mm-hmm. that we're going to discuss this morning. Yeah, I've heard teachings on it, and basically the only part I heard was about the about one. About the one, yeah. And it was so refreshing this morning, and I thank God for an open mind. Yeah. Because some people, when they've learned a thing a certain way, mm-hmm. you cannot convince them that it can be looked at in a different light. Right. 
but I praise God. That's what the Holy Spirit does for us. Right. It opens up our understanding when we invite him in. Correct. And always before we talk, we always invite the presence of the Holy Spirit because we don't want anybody to err or error from anything that we have said that may have been misleading. Mm-hmm. But I praise God for you, Imani, and I pray for you. Oh, thanks, and I thank God for the wisdom and the knowledge that he gives you. Yeah. To look at things not just in one light. But in a different one. But in a different one. So, guys, the scripture of emphasis for today, well, what I'm going to do, which is kind of different than what I have been doing, is going with a whole chapter of study. Now, this is a little easier with the book of Matthew because the chapters aren't significantly long in this um, area that we're going to be in. Like chapter 18 has 35 verses. A majority of them are in red. So if you read your Bible and your Bible is um, a physical one, not necessarily a virtual one, because there are benefits to having a physical sword, which is what my grand has. She's got how many Bibles do you have around your house, grand? There's a Bible almost in every room. Yeah. And I've got eight rooms to my house, seven, eight rooms to my yeah, house. Yeah, in almost every room. And they're all, they've all been read. Oh, yeah. And I don't know if you guys uh, have ever had like older members of your family, but just to be able to touch a Bible that's been thumbed through by mm. people over so many years. And my grand writes in her Bible as well yes. um, to write little notes and things. She also has scriptures like all over her house, just kind of as virtual like literal reminders of the promises that god gives us because one of the things that's kind of difficult especially in this day and age is being a young believer uh and young meaning in age but we are going to get into the verses of age versus maturity um in these passages that we're going to read today but being someone who's young in in the world um, and having to be the light in the world, which is what drives a lot of the things that I do. Um, I say be the light. I have Soul Session Connection, um, Soul Session Productions, and all of the things that I do. It all boils down to being the light in every space that you're in, which is a little difficult because the world, there's so many things that seem positive and that are popular and that go along with the grain, but trying to be different and being that for Christ. And especially with me being someone who does perform music, I'm a musician and the music that I perform is not music that's in church. Like I, I could perform glitter in church because it's, it's directly referencing God. When I talk about, we walk through our lives, always searching for someone to envy. Uh, that song is about my relationship with God and how um, uh, one of the lyrics says, we think cause he's got it all laid out for us. It's got to be a cakewalk because mm. he's got my back and he'll never let me fall. Just because you don't fall don't mean you won't stumble at all. So uh, my music definitely references God. I don't explicitly say Jesus, but that's who I'm talking about. Um, And it makes it a little bit more versatile. And I'm allowed, my music is allowed to reach people who normally I wouldn't talk about Christ with. Mm -hmm. Um, There was a girl who I met in Hattis Burlesque. You know, I was singing that that show for the house band. I wish y'all could see her face. Um, I was singing the Hattis Burlesque house band. 
and um there's a there's a new show that they're doing right now to introduce other people who are in who are interested in being in Hattis Burlesque and that is really exciting because there's a whole different group of women that I'm able to meet and there was one who came up to me after practice and she said I'm not a very religious person but I am very spiritual and I can't tell you the last time I've been in church but I feel comfortable talking to you about God Okay. And it's because of the way that I I wrap God up in a bow and I wrap him up and I give it to you as a present. It's yours to open however you so choose, but I believe that God has given me a gift. Yes, he has. So that I can go and reach other people who normally would not be reached. I love going to the hippo. I love volunteering at Osceola McCarty and at Aldersgate Mission. I love being a musician and being in the musician world and I stay up long hours, yes, but I'm able to reach so many people. And that's great because someone's got to do it. There's some. Per- Jesus was going into the dark places too. And Christ also said himself when they were criticizing him for going among the sinners, he said, I did not come to save the save. I came to save the sinners. Yeah. I came to save those who are lost. Yeah. I came to save those who are sick because those who are well, they're not the ones that need the physician. Correct. The ones that are sick, the ones that are lost, the ones that need that light to lead Mm -hmm. them. Those are the ones that I've come to. Now, everybody's entitled to their own opinion. Right. I can't tell you not to think what you think mm-hmm. because I'm not in your mind. Correct. But then when we look at our thoughts and we line them up with the word of God, then that will let us know whether or not our thoughts are his thoughts. Right. And our ways are his ways. And that definitely ties into the charge to the 99 because yes. as the 99, we are charged with, and I'm going to read the scripture so that you can understand what I'm saying. In this parable that Jesus is talking about in chapter 18, um, well, before the parable, let's just go ahead and we'll get into it right now. So Jesus is sitting with the disciples and the disciples have asked them, who is the greatest person in heaven? Because you have to you have to realize in that time there was a hierarchy of officials And based on the tax that you paid, they said that you would have a certain place in heaven. Based off of the tax you paid. So if you paid a whole lot of money, you were going to be the closest thing to Jesus. You were going to have an extra seat. You know, like when you go to a concert and you pay VIP, you get the ex- the exclusive part. That's how they were choosing to show God in that way. The Pharisees, they were like, oh, you pay a good old tax. Oh, yeah. yeah, you got you can kiss Jesus toe once a week. Basically, that's what they were doing. So the disciples, having learned that and seeing that that wasn't the right way, they were just honestly asking Jesus a question, who is the greatest? Right. Because if this is how they're teaching it, am I to believe that there's a certain hierarchy that you have? Cause the teaching is different. What Jesus came to teach and what the Pharisees were already teaching, which was wrong. Totally. Um, and when I say, which was wrong, because I don't want to be disrespectful to anyone who is of a different religion and of a different, um, belief. But what I will say is that using the word of God for your own financial benefit is wrong. That is what I'm talking about. And that is what was happening. Yes. You're taxing people. You're doing all these things so that you can line your pockets because, um, yeah, because you remember when Christ went, met him in the temple yeah. and they were selling things. Yes. To he turned those tables because that they type were stealing energy. people. That type of energy. They were stealing Knocking them. Knocking tables over in the synagogue oh, type yeah, energy. In the synagogue. That's mm-hmm. right. He said, my house is a house of prayer. Yeah. Not a den of thieves. 
And that's what people want to do with the word of God. They want to sell it. Yeah. Uh, they want to act like, oh, come to me. You know, I got you, it all. Oh, I know it all. You're but slow. when Christ died for our sins and left the Holy Spirit, he allowed all of us to be able to, to reach him That's and right. to talk to him directly. I don't mm-hmm. have to go through those of us who Nobody. are Baptists. We don't have to go through a different person to speak to God. I can talk to him right here, which is what we do. We pray and we can talk directly to him. We don't have to go through someone else. And that just has to do with what we believe in our doctrine yeah, um, but as people Bible, who are Baptists. But the Bible teaches us, though, not just because we're Baptists. The yeah. Bible teaches us that Christ, he tore down that wall of petition. Mm-hmm. Remember when he told the disciples, he said, in three days, that wall going to be gone. Correct. And he was the one that tore down that wall to where we had to go to somebody else. Mm-hmm. To tell them whatever it was we had done wrong or we thought or whatever. No, we don't have to do that anymore. Not just because we're Baptists, mm-hmm. but because we've accepted Christ yeah. as our personal Savior. As that propitiation for us. As that person that goes yes. before God yeah. for us. Mm-hmm. You know? We don't, we don't have to do that third wall thing anymore. Because all of us are men all of us have fallen short yes. of the glory of Every God. Single one so of us. how can I go to you and you tell me your sins are forgiven when you have as many sins on you if you haven't asked Christ's Hello. forgiveness as Hello. I have on me? Hello. So all of us are the same in the eyes yeah. of God. And so and that's why this is so important. Yeah, this is so important. Okay, guys, I'm going to read the King James Version. I normally have the NLT and the NIV version as well, but. For today, I'm just going to read the King James Version, and it's partially because um, my iPad is dead, and I can't look at the <laughs> NLT version right now. Um, so we're going to get into, now remember, the charge to the 99, that is going to be a series, and today we're going to go through chapter um, Matthew chapter 18, verses 1 through 14. It's a long passage, but you got to just stick with me, okay? So here we go. Um, in my Bible, I like it because it, it has each chapter titled about what's going in here. So the title that's here on my Bible says the least is the greatest. Um, and it reads as this. At the same time came the disciples unto Jesus saying, who is the greatest of the kingdom of heaven? And Jesus called a little child unto him and set him in the midst of them. And he said, verily, I say unto you, except ye be converted and become as little children, ye shall not enter into the kingdom of heaven. Whosoever therefore shall humble himself as this little child, the same is greatest in the kingdom of heaven. And whoso shall receive one such little child in my name receiveth me. But whoso shall offend one of these little ones, which believe in me, it will be better for him to him that a millstone were hanging around his neck and that he was drowned in the depth of the sea. Woe unto the world because of the offenses, for it must needs be that offenses come. But woe to the man from whom the offense cometh. And I'll stop right there. Um, you all can continue to read um, 18 chapter uh Matthew 18, 1 through 14, uh, but we're going to go ahead and focus on verses 1 through 7 for today. Now, in here, he references um, the little children. And as a charge to the 99, and what I'm saying in regards to the 99, if you go further into the chapter, which we will eventually, but when you go further into the chapter, and I believe it's chapter uh, scripture um, verse 12. Well, you know what? This might be easier. Let's just keep reading. Wherefore, if thy hand or thy foot offend thee, cut them off and cast them from thee. It is better for thee to enter into the life halt 
or maimed rather than having two hands or two feet to be cast into eternal everlasting fire. And if thine eye offend thee, pluck it out and cast it from thee. It is better for thee to enter into life with one eye rather than having two eyes to be cast into hellfire. Take heed that ye despise not one of these little ones. For I say unto you that in heaven their angels do always behold the face of my father, which is in heaven. For the son of man is come to save that which was lost. And here is the parable. Verse 12. How think ye? If a man have a hundred sheep and one of them be gone astray, doth he not leave the ninety and nine and goeth into the mountains and seeketh that which is gone astray? And if so, be that he find it, verily I say unto you, he rejoices more for that sheep than for the ninety and nine which had not went astray. For even so it is not the will of my father or your father, which is in heaven, that one of these sheep shall perish. Or one of these little ones shall perish. So what my grand was talking about earlier is there are a lot of um, messages on how Jesus is always going to seek out the one. And we are grateful for that. Even in the song of emphasis today, Undeniable by Jonathan Trailer, he says um, he references how God went and found the one. And that's so important. But I saw it from a different perspective. Yes. So. My thing was, in order for a shepherd to leave his flock and to go and seek, because it doesn't say how much time it took for the shepherd to go find the one. It just says that he left the 99 to go find the one. And then when he came back, there was a celebration. We don't know how much time it's going to take the shepherd to go find the sheep. We don't know how lost the sheep has become. We don't know what drove the sheep away. But the 90 and 9, you have to stay together. You have to pray together. You have to keep it together. You have to lean on one one another for, for support while the shepherd is away. And when the shepherd comes back, you should welcome that sheep into your flock again, into your pack, because you only work as well as the team works. Yes. In the body of Christ, there's not one that's more important than the other. Can you speak on that, Grant? No, not one. In the sight of God, we are all the same, regardless of our race, color, creed, ethnicity. We're all God's children Mm -hmm. if we have accepted his son. Let me me rephrase that. We're all God's creation. Yeah. Because it says in the beginning, God God created. created. But not until you accept his son, Jesus Christ, Mm -hmm. do you become one of the children. Yeah. You see. And so God loves us one and all. He wants us to lean on each other, depend on each other. But when it comes to these sheep, we have to be certain we start out as a hundred. Mm-hmm. Okay. Full body. Full body. And just like you and I were talking about this morning, mm-hmm. we have to know that what Christ taught us, it has sunk into our heart, yeah. into our very spirit. So that when the shepherd leaves us mm-hmm. to go after that one, we have to make certain that we've gotten the message. We've gotten right. the story. We've gotten the word. Because what that, when Grant and I were talking about this earlier this morning. That is what you asked um, me, right? Yeah, that is, uh-huh. yeah, that is what I asked okay. you. When we were talking about this morning um, was, did God give instructions to the sheep mm-hmm. before he left them? Mm-hmm. And this was before we went back and reread the passage. But the instructions are here. in All in red in verses 3 through 11. 
It's saying, woe unto the world because of the offenses, for it is much needed that the offenses will come, Mm -hmm. but woe to the man from whom the offense cometh. In the church, we got this bad. We will offend one another and boldly offend them. But God is saying in here, you know, life is hard. Life is rough. And life is not fair. Mm -hmm. That is just known Mm -hmm. because there is a world out there, a world that does not follow the book that we have. Mm -hmm. There are people who really are not good people. And that is just that's just how it is. However, what Christ is saying here is if you are that man, woe unto you. If you are the person who is giving out these offenses, if you are the one who's offending them. And if I'm speaking directly in the church, if you are the one who is talking about people. And not talking with them and not giving constructive criticism. And what I mean by constructive criticism is if you are constantly criticizing someone Mm -hmm. and not bringing construction, that's jealousy. That's envy. Mm -hmm. That's not bringing something, an option as to how you can fix it. Mm -hmm. A lot of us like to just throw our opinions out there and then just, oh, well, this is what you're doing wrong. Mm -hmm. All right. Have a good day. Be blessed. And I'm just like, what? Yeah. Now, thankfully, in my um, experience at my new church home, Shady Grove, I've been there almost, um, oh gosh, it'll be two years in December because I joined there right after I graduated from USM. Like my graduation was on Friday and I joined on that Sunday. Mm -hmm. Now, before that, I had been going there since like April. So I had been going for like eight months, but I just needed to make sure that that was, you know, that God was telling me this is where I was supposed Mm -hmm. to be. I haven't, I haven't had any of that scrutiny at Shady Grove. I love that church. I love my pastor. I love the choir. I love the choir director. My friends go there as well. But that's why it was so important for me to make sure I took my time and make sure that God was telling me this is where you need to be, that this is where you're going to grow. This is where you're going to get what you need. Mm -hmm. And one of the things that constantly stuck out, because at the time I was going through a really tough patch uh, about love. Like I was trying to figure out what does love look from each person, from a relationship, from a platonic relationship, from my family. How does that look and how am I supposed to receive that? Because I'm a very loving person. And that's thanks to you, Grand, and praise God and my other family. But I was going through a really rough time and almost every single message that came from the Lord through my pastor, Reverend Woolard, was about love. And the construction and how to get through these rough patches. And I'm like, Lord, you, you know how you go to church and you're like, okay, does this pastor know anything about me? Mm -hmm. But that's the thing. Like, that's why you have to go to your pastor and talk to your pastor about what's going on because they have been called by God to be vessels. That's right. Now make sure. Now it also says in the Bible that you need to go and do your own Bible study. Yes. Each of us. However, Mm -hmm. your shepherd, the shepherd in this flock and Reverend Willard is such a great example of this shepherd who will go for the one every single time he tries to make sure that there is a relationship there that you will feel comfortable. Mm-hmm. He talks about how that he even did something last Sunday. There was something that he needed to address, but he, the, at the end of it, he said, I'm doing this out of love. I am trying to correct this now because I am your pastor. I am your shepherd and I love you. Mm-hmm. And I want you to know that this is the way it should be done. Mm-hmm. And not because this is what, um, just, I'm not going to go into the situation, but this is how it's supposed to be done. I am your pastor. I am your leader. I am your shepherd. I'm supposed to correct you out of love. Mm-hmm. It's not always going to be sunshine and rainbows, but when it needs to be done, I will do it because that's my job. And an important thing I always look at when we get ready to address 
situation. We need to go to God in prayer. Yeah. Talk to the Lord about that thing. Ask the Holy Spirit to minister to our hearts so that whenever we approach the situation, we approach the individual or whatever, that person will be receptive Mm -hmm. of what we're saying. And if we do things out of love and not spite... We're going to go a long way. Correct. Because when, when Christ came back, you know, way back in the Bible days, there were 10 commandments. When Christ came back on the dispensation of grace and the disciples said, Lord, what are the new commandments? He said, two, love the Lord your yes. God with all your heart, mind, body, and soul. And, and love your neighbor yes, as, as yourself. That's it. So when we live in love, yeah. we will do our best mm-hmm. to keep the hundred together. The hundred. So we the won't have hundred. to worry about Trying to go find running the, behind the one. one. Because and we have to make certain that we've shown so much love mm-hmm. to these hundred when they were together that they embrace the fact that, oh, Lord, you loved one of us enough to leave all of us and go after one. Mm-hmm. You got to make sure that you've let people know, hey, listen, I love you through the good, the bad and indifferent. Yes. And trust that's life. I don't care how saved you oh, that's are. That's different. The good, that's bad life. and indifferent. I like that. And so when you get ready to let the shepherd do what he has to do. Then just know that Christ is in your midst yeah. and he's going to continue to lead you and guide mm-hmm. you. And we can't lean and depend on each other. We always ask for the presence of the Holy Spirit. Right. Because when Christ left, he said, listen, I'm going away, mm-hmm. but I'm going to send you a comforter. Yeah. And he sent the Holy Spirit that teaches us, that leads us, that com- and does so much for us. Mm-hmm. So that's why that shepherd, he must have had that type of relationship. Must have. To with the 99. With the 99. To be comfortable enough to, to leave them and to know that right. when he came back, there would still they be would 99. They would still be together. But here's another thing about the 99. Mm-hmm. We're going on the fact that they were possibly really good sheep. Mm-hmm. And of course, you know, with parables, you ha- you can you can apply them to different uh, different places. So let's just, let's just say that these are people. Right. Okay. So we are assuming that they are good people. And that we are assuming that they don't carry on no mess. We're assuming they're godly people. Yes, we're assuming. Yeah. none good, but my father, which is in heaven, Correct. the Bible teaches yeah. Thank us. you for correcting we're me. We're godly people. Okay. Yeah. Go ahead. I'm so sorry. we are assuming that these are godly people. Yes. Now, even godly people get into some mess. Amen. Even godly people will drive you to leave the church. And even godly people are going to see that little bit of speck in your eye uh-huh. and they can't see the big ditch or the moat right. that's in their own eye. Right. So that's why you got to have love one for another, honey, mm-hmm. because if not, when they come to tell you about your little speck, mm-hmm. you're going to give them the Bible from our Father, amen. Because in this, in, this, in, cha- in, the, in chapter 18, verse 12, it says, mm. how think ye, if a man have a hundred sheep and one of them has gone astray, it doesn't tell you why that sheep has left. It just says that they've gone astray. Mm-hmm. That they've left everything that was familiar. You said this earlier, that they left everything that was familiar, everything mm-hmm. that they oh. knew to go somewhere else because the 99 was probably good on their nerves. That's right. And making or, or, it or so, them, or hurting them in some way. Yeah. And and it's nothing like being hurt from people who say they love you. That's right. That is something okay. completely different because it's a whole mind thing. Yes, it is. You say you love me, but you're hurting me in the same breath. Mm-hmm. 
How does that work? And that's what drives people to leave places, to leave spaces where they otherwise would feel comfortable and would stay. Mm -hmm. And that's how matriculation happens and folks leave and go to other places. And sometimes they don't even go to another church home. Amen. They just stay at home because y'all don't beat them up so bad. The 99. Forsake the apostle Paul says, do not forsake the assembling of yourselves together. But sometimes us in the body of Christ have hurt those that have been among us Mm -hmm. so much until we become that one sheep that say, because I can even remember a lot of people saying, I'd rather stay out of the church because I see a lot of what people in the church do. Okay. So we and the body of Christ have got to start getting ourselves together. Get it together, 99. Thank you. Get it together, 99. Get it together. Yes, Lord. Because we have a responsibility to keep each other together. Yes. Imagine if the shepherd came back and it was only 85. (laughs) Then you got to go back out 16 more times. (laughs) I'm pretty sure I did that math wrong, but no, that's right. 15, he already went back, came back with one. Now you got to go find 14 more (laughs) because y'all acted a fool. So the 99, and and again, guys, this is just an introduction to what the next coming weeks are going to be about. Um, I just wanted to do this introduction with my grand. Um, because I love her so much, and she introduced and me I to love the Bible, you too, sweetie. Oh my God! I just yeah, because you always underfoot, and I'm so glad. And your great grandmother invested in you. She's not here with us anymore physically. She's among that great crowd of witnesses now that's cheering us on. But she looked at you and she said, "Imani, one day you're going to be great in the missionary field." And you know, all we kept doing is just nurturing that and nurturing that. And that's what we have to do to one another. Yeah. Let's start nurturing one another. The easiest thing to do is to find fault. Mm-hmm. But get a sheet of paper and look at somebody and try to write down all the things that you like about them. That you, would not, that you wouldn't do to cause that one to stray away. Write down all those things and see how many you come up with. I bet you're going to come up with more that send that one out of the full than you do to keep that one within the hundred. Hello. So let's try to start doing a new thing. Yeah. The Lord says, behold, I do a new thing. Mm -hmm. So let's become a part of that new thing. Yeah. And when somebody else, and and, and remember this, nobody can be anywhere where you said whatever you said about whoever you said it. But always remember, Christ, our God, is omnipresent. Mm-hmm. If he, if nobody else is there, he's there. So just try to do your best and keep the 100% together. Yeah. And you might not get it all the time, mm-hmm. but look at it and just keep pressing toward the mark like the Apostle Paul said. Mm-hmm. Keep pressing toward that mark and you're going to see that you're going to be the one that says to that person, oh, don't say that about that person, but you don't know why they're behaving the way they are. You know, we're going to drive them away from what we're trying to bring them to. Yeah. You know, so let's, let, let's just be kind to one another and love one another. So if you had one grand, and, and again, guys, we're going to keep this uh, series going, but while my grand is here, I just want to ask her, grand, if you had one charge to the 99, 
if you just had one. Oh, and also, guys, remember that Undeniable Jonathan trailer is going to be the um, the overlapping song for Charge to the 99. Um, I'm just not referencing the lyrics this time, but I'll still post the picture and um, the lyric that I feel like is appropriate to Charge to the 99. But, Grant, if you could think of one charge to the 99 that you want every person who listens to this um podcast because we have right now we have like 30 consistent viewers grand or oh, listeners God. Thank um you, Jesus. <laughs> and let them pass the word on yeah, so, so they can get others so if you could give one charge that's most important out of all of the things that we talked about today if you could give one charge to the 99 from what is gleaned from the scripture uh-huh. and your journey with christ what is a charge that you as a member of the 99 have used in your life that has consistently brought blessings and good things to you and those around you? So what's one charge? The one charge that I would tell everybody is before you open your mouth and say a word, think about how that thing that that other person will hear would affect you. Mm. If it's something that would hurt you, chances are it will hurt them. Mm. So think about what we say before we say it. Because words are spirits. Yes. Once they've gone, no way you can take them back. Mm-mm. You can say, I'm sorry, I didn't mean it. But you still can't take those words back. Right. And the mind is something that it remembers sometimes more of the bad than the good. Mm-hmm. So you know what? Do all the good you can. Yeah. And remember that what comes out of the mouth It didn't start in the mouth. It started in the heart. Mm -hmm. And that's what Christ wants from us. And that's what existed among those 99. That's probably why the shepherd felt like he could leave those 99, that they would be okay because their hearts had been circumcised. And that's what we need to do. Guard our heart with all diligence because out of the heart, comes the issues of life. Yes, it does. The mouth speak That's it. That's the word. But it came out of the heart first. That's the word. So try to keep a clean heart. All right, guys. Love y'all. Be blessed. Thank you guys so very much for listening to Morning Devotion with Imani. It's been a joyous experience being able to talk about the word of God with oh, my yes grand. Lord. Oh, how wonderful it is. And that's been one of my desires too, Mani. I pray to the Almighty God that I can share something in life that's going to help somebody. Mm -hmm. That somebody can see the light of Christ in me. We shouldn't have to tell people, I'm a Christian. Yeah. We have to live that life where people can see our good works. Yes. But glorify our Father which is in heaven. Speak for me. The works. That's right. The works, and not the words. Glorify our Father which is yes, in heaven. We don't word, do those man. good works so mankind can see us. Uh huh. We do it because Christ yes. dwelleth. He lives within us. That's a word. There. And because Jesus went to that cross, uh-huh. He loved us so much. Bring it to Calvary. And we had done so much. That when Jesus was in the garden of Gethsemane, he looked in that cup and he saw our sins. And he said, Father, if it be your will, remove this cup. So you know it must have been bad. But he said, nevertheless, Father, not my will, but but thine be done. Yes. And let us all remember that Christ paid a price 
for us to keep the whole hundred together. <clears throat> and that it? if, in fact, we slip. Yeah. Because we're not perfect. Not mm-hmm. a one of us is perfect. No. The Lord said, there's none good but my Father which is in heaven. So now, if you feel like you are the one that was responsible for that one sheep straying, mm-hmm. don't worry about what anybody else say. Mm-hmm. Go to your Father which is in heaven. Pray to him and ask him, Father, forgive me and let that sheep come back to the fold. Yeah. yeah. All right, guys. This has been Morning Devotional with Imani with a special guest, my grand. Effie Jones. Jones. (laughs) We'll have more of those, God willing. Praise God, yes. And um, I will talk to you guys again when God says, Imani, it's time to talk. You guys have a great day. Check it. Thank you guys for listening to Charge to the 99. I was so excited about starting this message because... When it was time to start, my grand was here and I was hoping so very much that I would be able to talk to her about this and the fact that we were able to record this together instead of trying to use the other part of the app where I can um, do it virtually because it's so much better just talking to her when she's in person. So I'm excited to see where God decides to take charge to the 99. I talked to him before I even start my Bible study and while I'm doing my Bible study, just so that I can make sure that what he wants to be heard is what is heard whenever you guys are listening. Here's another thing. I want to hear from you. So message me on Instagram, message me on Facebook, Morning Devotional with Imani. On Instagram, I'm Faith in Translation because my name is Imani and my name means faith. It's the seventh day of Kwanzaa, the seventh principle of Kwanzaa. So that's why my Instagram name is Faith in Translation. You get it? So I want to hear from you. Send me a voice message on Anchor. Let's talk about these topics. I want to see what you guys are thinking. Leave me a review on in on what is that? That's it. Apple Podcasts. Leave me a review. Let me know what you guys are thinking. I want to have a discussion, a dialogue if you will. You never know. We might just do a live podcast and you guys can come and sit in. You never know what I might plan, but this is what I want you to do for now. Think about this question and send me your response. In your past listenings to messages on Matthew chapter 18, this particular parable about the sheep, the 90 and 9 and the 1, what have you learned in the past by all of the preachers, all the Bible studies that you've had? What has been the primary message that you've gleaned from that message? Let me know. Does it differ from what we've talked about today or has it been along the same lines? Is this the first time that you're considering the 90 and 9 when you're listening to this episode or when you're listening to me read this scripture? Is this the first time? If not, let's talk about that too. So come on, give me some response. Send me a voice message. Send me a direct message on Facebook, on Instagram, on apple podcast let your girl know how you feeling and we'll talk about it in the next episode so for now let god bless you allow him 
to do what he does. Allow him to do what it do. Talk to y'all later.